Hey, my name is Anna Brubaker, and I am the creator and host of Humans of Montclair, a Montclair, New Jersey-based podcast documenting the lives of citizens, businesses, and projects throughout our town. Something that I've talked about a lot on Humans of Montclair is how much I admire the work of my fellow peers, who also happen to be students and are motivated to make change in their communities, whether it be on a state and local level, like here in Montclair, or in the state, or on a national or international level, too. My guests on today's episode are no strangers to making change to better the community. Whether it be through tutoring or providing meals for families or donating clothes and school supplies to children around the world, today's guests are absolutely incredible people. On today's episode of Humans of Montclair, I spoke to two of the co-founders of Connect, Montclair resident Anya Singh and fellow co-founder and president Sharia Dhani. Connect Global is a nonprofit organization founded with the aim of connecting youth worldwide to move resources required for academic success who contribute to communities who need them. Anya, Shreya, and I talked about the origins of Connect, their past and current projects, advice for other students who are considering starting a nonprofit, as well as some of her favorite spots to eat around Montclair. All right, um, so hello, Connect. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Um, my first questions are, um, what are your names, what do you do, or why are you on the podcast today, and what's one thing that you love about Montclair? I'm Anya Singh. I live in Montclair, and I'm one of the co-founders of Connect. I am Sriyadani. I do not live in Montclair, but I do go there often for the food, um, and I am also a co-founder of Connect. Listeners want to know what Connect's all about. I have an idea of it. I know that you guys have made like a profound impact on not only the North Jersey area, but also like nationally, internationally. But for our listeners, what is Connect? So Connect is a nonprofit organization that six friends co-founded in February of 2020, just before COVID. And our main focus, or most of our projects, are centered around education. So connecting kids all over the world and locally through education and educational resources. So we conduct many supply drives and even tutoring pods and other projects as well. But those are one of our that that's one of our primary focuses. That's amazing. Um, you talked about you highlighted how. Um, you all as friends created Connect right before the pandemic started. Can I just get a background into the events that led up to um, all six of you creating Connect and what have you learned from it since? All of us were interested in community service and we wanted to start projects. I myself started a small backpack drive in my town, um, and but I wanted to do something more and as did everyone else who was part of the co-founding team. And we came together and decided we wanted to connect each of our projects that we were doing and increase it on a bigger scale and have a basis. We created, we had a team of board members and mentors to guide us as well, who have been super helpful and we've learned so much from them. And that's really what led up to the founding of Connect, just everyone wanting to make an impact and doing what they can. And it's been a huge learning experience experience for all of us. That's great. I mean, I also like how you said that you want to connect like your projects together just as much as the main idea of Connect is connecting your community, whether it be locally or even internationally. Um, So I guess what were your, um, I guess to touch on that, what were um, either you or Sharia's past projects um, that you've either done outside of Connect or in Connect and um, what did they like raise awareness or funds for if they were a fundraiser and what were the outcomes of that? 
So I'll start with um, what we did for Connect. We, by chance, as Nia said, we started in February of 2020, which was a month before everything kind of shut down, right? Because that's when the pandemic started. Um, that's when we all went into quarantine. So our first real project ended up being a care package project um, where we kind of got together. We collected um, money for um, supplies for like hygiene supplies, stuff like that. And we gave it out to frontline workers. Um, so that was our first real project. And from that, I think we made like a hundred packs and we gave them out. Um, and then our biggest project that we started after that was called Worldwide Connections, which we still do to this day. And that's the project where we collect school supplies, art supplies, backpacks, clothing, um, and we ship it out to different countries. So we started with India. That was our first shipment. Then we had the Philippines, we had Uganda, um, and we recently sent one out to the Dominican Republic. So that, I think, is our biggest project and longest project to this day. Um, and then we have a few local projects that we do. Um, so the ones where we really get to connect with people are like Connecting Generations, where we go to senior housing centers and we play games with them. We teach them about our culture. We do trivia with them. That's always really fun because they're in need of the human connection, especially after COVID. Um, so that's always, that's like our in-person go-to event. And then we have like a smaller one. We have something called Connect Coaching where we teach people both academics and the arts. Um, so this is when we're connecting with younger students. So we're for academically, we'll do like math, science, um, English. And then for the arts, we'll do yoga. We'll take everything that we kind of have been learning since we were younger. So we'll take yoga, dance, theater, art, like physical art it's really fun it's really fun so those are our like connecting with people and then we have like for the holidays we have a toy drive and a cookie drive um where we collect donations and we give them out to different soup kitchens different um foster homes and then I guess our more like consistent project is connect cafe which every weekend we collect donations um baked or cooked donation, fresh donations um, of pasta trees, salads, um, food, basically. And if like someone has a birthday, they'll throw in a cake or some sort of dessert um, and we'll give it to a soup kitchen. So those are like our local projects. Our biggest global project, as I said before, was Worldwide Connections. Um, and yeah, we do a lot. We do a lot of good projects and we connect with a lot of people, which is really good. Um, I just want to um, ask you guys, any for any listeners, I think Ani can attest to this, there's so many people in Montclair who um, bring a lot of canned goods either to local soup kitchens as well as or even make stuff for um, soup kitchens too. If any listeners want to either donate to Connect Cafe or get involved with it by making a cake or something, how could you do that? So on our social media, we do constantly post updates of this is where how you can help. Um, we also have a volunteer team, and we're always looking for new members to join that who can help whenever they can. It's not a huge commitment committing to every project. It's really just for people who want to help in any way they can. So those two forms are definitely the main way that we let people know where we're collecting things. Also just reaching out to schools, like I reach out to my school if we're collecting stuff. So just keeping our network well informed as well. Got it. No, that's great. Again, um, 
I guess again, all these projects. Was there other? Was there ever a point when either of you realized um, how big of a impact Connect had, not only locally or throughout the state, but also even nationally or internationally? And when you felt that, how did you feel? So, I for me, and I'm sure most of my team can attest to this. Um, the main, the biggest, oh my gosh, moment was. I think whenever we received our grants, it started off with small scale grants. We would apply for um, this one America's Promise Alliance grant for $250 for COVID related projects that my school actually let us know about. So getting recognition from schools and realizing you guys are doing such great work that they believed in us to be able to earn money for it was great. So receiving all of those grants, and then we even received a $5,000 Weinberg Foundation grant. So as they progressed and we received more recognition for the great work we were doing, it was, oh my gosh, we're worthy of people investing in us. That was the biggest, oh my God, moment. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, one thing that I've learned, I guess, post-pandemic or um, I guess post everyone knows how to, I guess, deal with or has their set ways of um, working throughout um, this like tumultuous pandemic time is that um, regardless of what everyone has going on, there are just as many people who are willing to help you, whether that be through donations. But um, I think grants are what I've seen the most too, especially when it involves nonprofits or other organizations helping other people um, out wherever they can. So, I mean, it's just as much of like an oh my god moment um for me as it could be for you i mean it's great it's like you're paying it forward and i can't say anything negative about that um i guess with all the projects fundraisers and achievements that connect has um i guess gained over the years it's definitely been i don't want to speak for the both of you but it probably has been not just a rewarding experience but definitely a learning experience too um, both of you can answer this, but what were some lessons that the both of you learned um, from starting Connect? Um, so one of the biggest things that I learned was working with your peers. Sometimes it can be, uh, sometimes you definitely learn a lot with how people uh, complete things or, fun or work. So you learn a lot about each other on top of picturing your end goal so it's it was a big collaboration learning process and learning to rely on and communicate with your peers I think that was the biggest thing that I learned and communicating with kids as well like you teach classes to uh, underprivileged kids and you really learn how to connect with them on in something that they probably have never done before I agree with Anya um I think working being able to work with people that I've known for a very long time like I've known a lot of these people since we were very little but I never worked with them in a professional environment it was usually just like dance or music whatever else we were doing outside of school um and then we came into connect and we were like okay we have to learn each other's skills what are we good at what are we not good at what can we delegate what can we complete ourselves um, I think that I agree with Anya was definitely a really big learning experience. And I'd say also knowing when to ask our mentors for help was also really important because it felt like, um, you know, we're this youth organization, we have to do everything right the first time we have to get it done. 
Um, no one we know has done this before, but we have to kind of set an example. And sometimes it can get frustrating. Sometimes it can get scary. And knowing when to ask our mentors for help, because we know that they're there for us. We just have to be able to approach them properly. So that was also another um, really good uh, learning experience for myself. Yeah, I mean, definitely for um, both things that you said, um, it's, I mean, super important not only to learn, I guess, for lack of a better term, to separate when um, you're working with your friends, when it's like friend or like extracurricular time, then work, because I have plenty of friends that I love and appreciate so much, but it's very hard sometimes to separate the work environment they have to act to make things happen, I guess, again, for lack of a better term. I guess because you know everyone wants an outcome but with that outcome comes all the work they have to do way before that to get that um and then asking for help i don't know if it's like a generation thing i just feel like a lot of um teens especially um in like a present covid day um i mean they've they're all really accomplished and have done so much i feel like this there's like this mentality that we can't ask for help because we have to again as you said um should get it right the first time um, but again, mentors, adults, um, ask them questions. Like they're, they are there to help. They have knowledge and their expertise. You won't get, um, there's nothing bad that can come out of asking questions and getting help. And that could, it's important, um, long story short. Um, I guess for like a closing question, um, do you have any advice for um, any students thinking of either starting or working for an, for an organization? I'd say this is going to sound like what? Like you couldn't give us better advice, but I'd say just go for it. Like once you start, it becomes a lot easier to continue and to add and build on. But I think sometimes taking the first step is really difficult for a lot of us because we're like, okay, I don't really know where I'm headed. What if I do something wrong? But really just getting over that mentality and just taking the first step is really crucial to getting started. And then, you know, once you're there, you have a lot more people to consult. Um, You have a lot more, you start building experience, you have better decision-making skills. And from there, it's just smooth sailing. Um, And just to add to that, you can start small. You don't have to create a whole organization with 10 ongoing projects all at once. You can start with one and you also don't have to do it alone. Feel free to ask for help, ask adults for advice. You don't have to figure things out on your own, like Shreya said. And finding that first project that you're passionate about and going for it and seeing it through and getting the result you wanted, then you can build on and add more projects and maybe even create a bigger team. But I do think taking that first step of just going for it is the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, you highlighted earlier that you come to Montclair often, uh, mainly for food and um, I guess entertainment and such. Um, I guess for the both of you, do you guys have any favorite spots in town either to eat or shop or simply have fun? Um, well, in the three years that I've lived here, I think Raymond's is definitely a, a frequent visit from me and my friends. And honestly, anywhere on Bloomfield Ave is a really good place to just hang out and have fun. There's many parks. Upper Montclair, I go to the Valley Road Starbucks a lot. So there are definitely ample places to walk around and have fun and not necessarily even in restaurants. 
Um, I think Fresco might be my favorite restaurant in Montclair, but I know that's a bit more expensive for kids who, to go to to just hang out. But definitely try new places. Montclair has so many restaurants, even the smaller ones. You don't have to go to the huge fancy restaurants. Even smaller ones are really good. For me, I live in Ridgewood, so it has like a similar downtown um, and Raymond's is like here. So I'm like, why would I go to Raymond's in Montclair? So for me, there was this really nice Italian restaurant. I wish I could tell you the name. Nia also recommended it to me once. Um, so you see me going through my text. I can't find it, but uh, <laughs> it was an Italian restaurant. It was really fancy. It wasn't like an everyday thing, but we went for one of my friend's birthdays and it was really nice. Um, how or where can um, anyone listening to this find you, whether it be through social media or a website? Like, what is the best way to contact you? Um, so we have a website that lists like all of our projects and all of our contact information. And that's connectglobal.com. So connect for us is spelled with two K's, K-O-N-N-E-K-T, and then global.com. Um, and then we have our Instagram, connect.global. We have our Facebook for people who use Facebook, um, Connect Global, and then our email if anyone want, has any questions or wants to ask us how they can get started or how they can join, um, we have connectglobalusa at gmail.com. All right. Um, well, Shri and Anya, thank you so much for speaking to Humans of Montclair today. I really appreciate it. Thank and you for having us. Thank you so much to Anya and Sharia for being on today's episode of Humans of Montclair. I had a fantastic time talking to you about all things Connect. It's a fantastic nonprofit organization and it's all local. I highly encourage any listeners of the podcast to please go and support Connect as they're fantastic. I also want to say thank you so much to Montclair Radio. Montclair Radio is a Montclair High School student-run radio and broadcasting club that hosts many podcasts ranging from sports and business to shows like Humans of Montclair. Montclair Radio also writes music reviews about your favorite artists and creates a safe, artistic space for students at the high school. I'm very lucky to have the privilege to broadcast my podcast onto the website, and if you want to start a podcast or you're simply a music lover in town, be sure to check out Montclair Radio on Instagram at Montclair Radio. And again, thank you so much for listening to Humans of Montclair and have an incredible day.